Welcome to the Bitchin' Siblings Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the Bitchin' Siblings Podcast. I'm Ginny. I forgot my name. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I did not forget my name, and I'm Amy. (laughs) This bitch. Oh, my God. I know. Like, I just, Amy, I give up. So we are talking the 27 Club, and I know last week we kind of told you a little basics um, about what the 27 Club is. It's a grouping of artists and musicians and celebrities. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. celebrities mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. have all died at the age of 27. And there's a claim that it is uh, there is a statistical spike for the death of musicians at that age. Um, but it has been refuted by the scientific research community um, and it is noted that most are due to their high risk lifestyles because there are equal um, spikes in deaths around the age of 25 and 32. Hmm. So, with celebrities or just in general? With with celebrities. But I, like there there's there's the spikes are actually not just for celebrities they're not just for rock stars so it's not just their lifestyle right it seems to be um they're they're also claiming that it could be a realization that um you're really ending the the your 20s and you really have to get serious about quote unquote being an adult Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. which by the way Mm -hmm. is bullshit (laughs) 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 um so yeah, there there's there's that. It does have equal spikes in the regular community as well around 25, 27 and again 32. Interesting. So, yeah. Um but the name, the 27 Club, um arrived in pop zeitgeist after Kurt Cobain's death in 94. I was going to say he was kind of the one that kicked it off because after him there was a a period of time where it short period, i.e. five to 10 years, it's a short period where multiple people died that mm-hmm. were iconic people at the same age. And like, so he was kind of the one that he was the catalyst that kind of kicked it off in. And then I think they went yes. backwards and saw that a couple of years prior to that, there had been other people around that age that kind of had flown under the radar, maybe at what age it was, but then got grouped in. Yes. To my understanding. Yes. That's kind of the 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 gist I got to mm-hmm. is that, mm-hmm. yes, they noticed this trend and then all of a sudden it became a real like pop culture phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah. Phenomenon. yeah. Um, and it became um, the fascination with the club resurfaced again after Amy Winehouse's death. I saw that. I saw that. And I you, that makes sense because it was really big, like in the mid to late 90s, the 27 Club, maybe even the early, early, early aughts. Um, but yeah, when Amy Winehouse died, it kind of resurged that mm. that uh, phenomena and that um, uh, conspiracy thought that people had about these people being that age. Yeah. Um, they did say that fame may increase the risk of death, death among musicians, but this risk mm-hmm. is not limited to the age of 27. And that's according to the British Medical Journal published in 2011. Okay. <clears throat> so I'm going to go through and I'm going to read the top. I believe it was like uh, 21, I think. Mm-hmm. The top 21 people that were on the list. Okay. Um, there are definitely many more. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But these are the top 21. Um, so there was Hendrix. Yeah. In September of, uh, September 18th of 1970, he died of asphyxia due to an overdose of barbiturates, which is sleeping pills. Mm-hmm. Uh, Janis Joplin, October 4th of 1970, uh, hers was a heroin overdose. Oh, wow. So they died within like two weeks of each other. Yeah, actually. I didn't even I think did of that. I did not know that. I did not know that. I thought Janis Joplin was much later. Um, Jim Morrison, lead singer of The Doors, uh, mm-hmm. July 3rd, 1971. And by the mm-hmm. way, none of these are in any kind of order. Uh, and what did he pass from? Um, they said like official heart failure, um, but there was no autopsy done on him. 
And they believe, I know, and they believe there was likely heroin in his system. And it Why was there no a, autopsy done if he was so young? That's isn't a that like a question. normal thing to do now? Like, well, especially now, like if you die under a certain age and, and there's no known catalyst issue yeah. for you, the uh, autopsy is required, is, is it not? Maybe it wasn't back then, though, because it was 1971. Interesting. But I didn't. But you would think, find... especially because of who he was, that people would be very interested to know the exact mm-hmm. cause of death. You would just think that the curiosity would have. You would think, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um. So there was obviously Kurt Cobain. Um, April fifth, nineteen ninety four, quote unquote suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, Amy Winehouse, July 23rd, 2011, from alcohol poisoning. Brian Jones, a Rolling, Star, Rolling Stones guitarist, July 3rd, 1969. I didn't from know. Ac- I know, accidental drowning. So exactly two years prior to Morrison. Mm-hmm. Exactly. To the day. Yep. 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 Accidental drowning? Accidental drowning in his bathtub. Mm, so, so like they, an Aaron Carter moment. Yeah. So again, though, they think there were, um, I, I didn't read too much on that one, but they believed there to be some kind of drugs in his system to have well, made yeah, him Well, yeah, because how else would you drown in your own tub Bath if you tub? weren't under some sort of um, uh, something? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, even if it was just an overdose of cough medicine. Like exactly. anything that would have like you know potentially put you to sleep yeah mm-hmm. yeah um robert johnson he was a blues musician guitarist singer and songwriter he is the first in the in this list um august 16th 1938 okay so that's why i don't recognize the name at all so yes. he was yes so they went back that far and they went back that interesting. far interesting his cause of death was murder he was murdered by who so he was a black musician oh and in the 30s he walked into a bar um Mm. there's also rumor that he went to the crossroads made a deal with the devil for his soul so anybody knows that story that that might be a, a need to be a whole nother episode itself, too, by the way. I was going to say, I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. So he, according to legends, made a deal with the devil. And then the devil came to collect quite quickly. Um, but he went into a bar and was hitting on this woman and was served an entire bottle of, I think, rum or whiskey or something, which was poisoned with strychnine, which is rat poison. Interesting. Interesting. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So his was like the most mind blowing one for me because I was like, one, it, I didn't know it went back that far either, and two, all the all the other information that surfaced when I looked up who he was, because of the course I did. You ended up going down exactly, exactly. Um, we have Kristen Pfaff, uh, bassist for the band Hole. And, and who Courtney Love uh, accused Cobain of cheating on. So, and when did she die? Because he died in April of ninety four, June sixteenth, nineteen ninety four. And hers. Okay, so is, maybe we and need hers to re- is heroin overdose. Okay, so maybe we need to revisit this Kurt Cobain uh, conspiracy because I never heard about that. So if you watch the the um soaked in bleach. Yeah, soaked in bleach the the documentary. I haven't seen that in the, so long. The investigator that was mm. on that case, he had mentioned mm. that she said that she was concerned that he was cheating on her with her bassist. Mm. So interesting. And Hole wasn't even that famous then. No, like, Hole really didn't really weren't. even make it till like the late, late 90s or like because I remember like in high school. So anytime after 97. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we might have to reopen that. Mm-hmm. Um, Ron McKernan, also known as Pigpen, founding member of the Grateful Dead. He was uh, March 
1973 from a GI bleed. Interesting. Alan Wilson from, um, or also known as Blind Owl, singer of Canned Heat, September 3rd, 1970, drug overdose. I have no idea who that band even is. Don't know either, but it they apparently had a big enough following. Yeah. Uh, Pete Ham, member of Badfinger, April 27th, 1947, from suicide. Um, David Alexander, bassist of The Stooges, February 10th, 1975. Pulmonary edema. Chris Bell, December 27th, 1978, a singer-songwriter of Big Star. He was in a car accident. Anton Yelchin, June 19th, 2016. Mm-hmm. He was act- it was an actor. Um, he was in Alpha Dog and was in Star Trek, mm-hmm. the, the reboot, um, mm-hmm. from a car accident. Not a car accident. His car ran him, him over. Yeah. Pinned him up against like a fence or something and ran him over. It was so strange. I went down a rabbit hole there, too, because I was like, was there any was there anything in his system? Because why would how did that happen? Like how I do believe that after that happened, a lawsuit was filed against the maker of the vehicle because it was found that there was a faulty part or something that created the ability for this vehicle to move, even though it was in the emergency breaker part. Like I'm pretty sure he was not the only one that experienced something with this make and model of the car. If I remember correctly, there was, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case because nothing was in his system. He wasn't doing anything like it was, he was coming home from work. He stopped in his driveway, got out of his car to get his mail. Yeah. And then while he was behind the car, the car rolled back rolled back pinned yeah. him against his security fence and if i remember correctly yeah there was some sort of lawsuit against the the vehicle uh manufacturer because of some faulty piece or something so crazy on that one but that one is i've heard there's a lot of conspiracy theories about that one too because he is from russia or yes. ukraine or something yeah and so of course anybody who wants to I, it's super easy unfortunately for some people to immediately go to conspiracy theory when russia or ukraine or anybody in the you know, the Soviet area is involved. Yeah. Very true. Um, next we've got Mia Zapata. She mm. was the lead singer of the Gits. That I don't was... know the name of the band, but I remember the name. Um Mia Zapata. Well, she was in Seattle. That's why mm. probably you mm-hmm. remember. Mm-hmm. That was July seventh, nineteen ninety three. She was murdered. She was um beaten, raped, and strangled in a alley. By who? Just a random person. Like she was mugged, essentially, and then they beat oh. her, raped her. And See, and I was only eleven when that happened, so I remember the name, but I didn't know that that was the manner of death. Yeah, um, Jean Michael Basquiat, August twelfth, nineteen eighty-eight. He was a painter and graffiti artist. Hmm. Um, he's also sung about in Macklemore's music. He died from a heroin overdose. Hmm. Um, Gary Thane, December 8th, 1975, also heroin overdose. He was the bassist of Keith Hartley Band and Uriah Heep. I've heard of Uriah Heep. Okay. So, yeah, he was the bassist in two different bands. Hmm. Um, Leslie Harvey, um, May 3rd, 1972, who's a guitarist for a Scottish band called Stone the Crows, and he died of electrocution. He was fixing something in his, in his house, apparently, and he electrocuted himself. Interesting. So, um, Jonathan Brandis, yeah. actor from Sequest, one of your crushes, November 12th, 2003. I thought yeah. he, for some reason, that was in the 90s. No, again, watch that uh, kid pop or 90s kids pop or whatever. It'll, you'll, it'll go over that. I thought yeah. it was much earlier, too, but no, it was, it was, yeah. And his was suicide. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, Jesse Belvin, February 6th of 1960, R&B singer, songwriter, and pianist. He was in a car crash that was later deemed suspicious and mm. potential foul play. Hmm. So I don't know much more than that. Um, Rudy Lewis, May 20th, 1964, vocalist for the Drifters. Mm. possible drug overdose 
That's what it's listed as possible drug overdose. Yeah. And why so did they say possible. What makes I, it? I didn't, I don't remember like I, anything like that. I did click on and like do a little bit of research, but yeah. I, it apparently didn't trigger enough for me to remember. And I didn't obviously write it down. Mm. Um, Pete DeFridis, he was a British drummer for Echo and the Bunnymen. That was <laughs> June 14th, 1989. He died in a motorcycle accident. Jimmy Ward, uh, May 25th, 2003. He was a musician and, um, I, what did they call it? Technical manipulator or something like that. He made sounds like background oh. sounds mm. for the band, the Mars Volta. Interesting. Yeah. And he died of a heroin overdose. His death encouraged the rest of the band, however, to clean up their act, which was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and then Malcolm Hale died October 30th, 1968. He was a lead guitarist for Spanky in our gang. Um, and he died from carbon monoxide poisoning. Interesting. Yeah. I did also write down near misses that almost were part of the club because of their age. Um, who did you think was part of the club that wasn't, that I didn't name? Um, I thought River Phoenix was part of the club. I did think that, um, <clears throat> River Phoenix was 23. That was on Halloween Day, 1993. Yeah, out of the Viper Room, he overdosed. Mm -hmm. Which, by uh, the way, I don't know why I didn't know or didn't put two and two together that Johnny Depp was the owner of the Viper Room. Oh, well, yeah, him and River Phoenix. I didn't know that. And, yeah. And then did you know that River Phoenix was actually dating, and I cannot remember her name right now, but in Little Women, the one with Winona Ryder, Amy, the little one, mm -hmm. right? The older mm -hmm. version, Samantha Mathis, that's her name. Her and River Phoenix were together, and she was in the Viper Room when it had, like, she had left or what? I didn't know they were dating. I didn't know either. Uh, I, I didn't I, know. I was nine years old when that happened. So. <laughs> no, I thought that. So, like, I thought that was him, and then I thought, um, I can't remember the kid's name, but he played Jet Jackson in the Disney TV show. Oh, um, I thought he was part of it, and then the, that one's very possible because I actually I didn't even put him on my near miss list, um, but. It's possible that he was just overlooked. It might have been. I just know that I thought that he was part of it. And then I wanted to say that, like, um, I thought, who else? Weren't there some, like, rap? Like, oh, I thought Tupac and Biggie, because I thought so they Tupac were right around So Tupac was 25, shot in a drive-by, obviously, mm -hmm, on mm -hmm. uh, September 13th, 96. Yeah. Biggie Smalls was 24 on See, March 9th, 97, also yeah. saw, shot in a drive-by. Yeah, they were within, like, nine months of each other. Mm -hmm. um, but I thought they were 27. And then there was a couple other people that I – but, again, they're in the, the 20s. So, to me, they just kind of got grouped in to yeah. that 27 club. You want me to go the through that thing? list? What? You want me to go through that list of the uh, near misses? Other yeah, than the ones because you just yeah, because they're the ones that I would think that, yeah, like those are the ones that I thought were part of it or grouped them in with that. That. So Shannon Hoon was the front man for Blind Melon. Okay. He was 28, 27 days after his 28th birthday, he died of a cocaine overdose hmm. on October 21st, 95. Brand, uh, Bradley Nowell, Noel, uh, front man for Sublime. Oh, yeah. He was three months. He had just turned 28 three months prior. Yes, because then now they're the um, Long Beach or Long Island or Long Beach something or other. It's not Sublime. I mean, it is Sublime, but it's not. Yeah. Sublime with Rome. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. But that was May 25th, 96. That's so he crazy because I remember Sublime being so fucking popular my freshman year in high school. And that right? was in 97. I know. So he was already dead. I had no idea that a he lot was of, already dead. A lot of the music that I remember loving in high school from Sublime was all music that was put out before he died. 
And I had no idea that he was already dead. In your right, I didn't either. Because a lot of it, because a lot of it was actually, and that does make sense because I remember some of those songs were about the L.A. riots, which were what ninety three, ninety four, something um, like that. So like oh, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. But I did not know until just now. I mean, I knew yeah. he was passed away, but I did not know that when he was when they were famous, he was already deceased. Yeah, I did not know that. That's 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 an interesting one. It, it is, um, the big bopper. 1950s musician. He was also three months past his 28th birthday. In December 3rd, 1959, he was on a plane crash with Buddy Holly and Richie Valens. Oh, yeah, he was on that plane, wasn't he? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Buddy Holly was 22 when that plane crashed. Mm -hmm. And then Richie Valens was only 17. Why did I think he was older? I don't know. I did, too. Definitely thought he was older. I thought he was like so much older. I didn't know he was a teenager. <laughs> I know. Um, Otis Redding, 1960s solo musician. Mm-hmm. Uh, he died 20, 274 days shy of his 27th birthday. So he was 26. Mm-hmm. December 10th, 1967. He also died in a plane crash. Um, Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. She died when she was 22 in a plane yeah. crash. Uh, August 25th, 2001. I remember that because that was right before my senior year. And that was right after it. I I had graduated, and I remember where I was when I found out about it. Yeah, like I yeah. could tell you right where I was and everything. And she died in a plane crash too. Yeah. Um, we said Tupac, Buddy Holly, mm-hmm, Biggie, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mac Miller. Oh yeah, he was twenty six. Mm-hmm. His was a drug overdose, uh, September seventh, twenty eighteen. Brittany Murphy. Was 32. I thought she was in that club too. You're right, Britton Murphy. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was December 20th of 09 from pneumonia. Keith Ledger. From quote unquote pneumonia. Yeah, well, they said that it was likely pneumonia caused by other drugs in her system. So the official cause of death was pneumonia. So sure. I don't I don't know how that works, <laughs> but whatever. Um Heath Ledger, he was 28. Uh, and that was yeah. January 22nd of 08. Yeah. Um, he, his was on a drug overdose, but his, his were all prescription drugs. It was a manner in which they were mixed that caused yeah. the overdose. Cause it was pain, yeah. pain medication, anxiety medication, and a sleeping medication. Yeah. So. It was just a toxic mix. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, we said River Phoenix, James Dean. He was yeah. 20, he was 24. I again thought he was older. I thought so too. Um he was yeah, he was 24 September 30th of 55 in a car crash. Yep. Um Brandon Lee. Yes. Oh my god, from the crow. Yeah. I now that you're saying this, I same thing. Yeah. He was 28. Mm. Um what about that was his dad. When did his dad die? Cuz didn't his dad I don't die know. when he was really early? I'm going to look that up. When did Bruce Lee die? And by the way, yes, Brandon Lee is Bruce Lee's son. Uh, Brandon Lee was an actor. He died of an accidental um, gunshot wound mm, while on and while bro- filming The Crow. Yeah, and Bruce Lee died um, July twentieth, nineteen seventy three, uh, and he was thirty two. Yeah, so they were both really young, which is so sad. Mm-hmm. And then finally, the last one on my list of near misses, um, Selena. The Tejana yep. singer. She Tejana was murdered yep. at the age of 23. Yeah. Uh, also, March 31st, but of 95. Mm-hmm. So, one of the things that I find interesting is that in the earlier years, the beginning of the 27 Club, there's quite a few car accidents. Mm-hmm. Um, 70s, 80s, and 90s, uh, a lot of heroin. And mm-hmm. I find it interesting because heroin really isn't now you're looking at like fentanyl, meth, um uh which by the way, I believe it said Mac Miller was fentanyl. Yeah, because this was pills that had been that he had purchased Laced. from his drug dealer. Yeah. Which is why I think his drug dealer went to jail because he sold him stuff knowing that it had been laced. Which I don't understand because if I under if 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 what I hear is correct is that shit's expensive so why is anybody cutting pills with fentanyl it's expensive so why why would you use that to to cut pills 
I find it interesting that in the 80s and 90s, heroin was was super, super prevalent. And now I don't know if it's just because I we don't hear about it or like is it is it not a drug of choice anymore for people or like, you know what I mean? Like, why are we? So if I understand correctly, um, people do seek out heroin. But it's cut with fentanyl and that's where the overdose comes from. Okay, but so it's not it's not in, like they're not intentionally taking fentanyl. They're ta- they're taking what they believe to be heroin. And it's cut. But I thought heroin was something you shot up. No, you apparently you can smoke it. Or something. No idea. I don't like I do know that you can shoot up heroin, but there's there's other ways to. See, I've only ever known it as being shot up because, again, one, that's what was in Kurt Cobain's system. And and in the 90s, when we did the whole dare thing, (laughs) they um, talked about that's they talked about it. And heroin was just always one that I knew that was an intravenous, you know, drug. See, and that's that's what I always thought, too. I have met some people that. Are sober, they're clean and sober, um, and they used to do heroin and they told a couple people have told me I would never take heroin if it meant I had to shoot it up because I couldn't do that myself and I wasn't going to allow somebody else to do it to me. Um, so I know there's other ways to take it. I don't recall what they told me, like whether it was like a in pill form or they smoked it or. Okay. Or what the, the case may be, but, um, so this yeah, goes I, back to the fact that we don't do drugs. So obviously. I don't obviously. know in which ways these can be, uh, taken. Exactly. And the, like I said, the only reason I'm, I've got some knowledge is because I've made friends with people or work acquaintances or whatever the case may be. Um, they're, they're recovered addicts and. I ask questions because I'm very curious, like, and generally where my curiosity always starts is what led you to it? What made you feel like that was that the route you wanted to go down? Because the psychology of that is very interesting to me. Very fascinating. What were you trying to escape? Here's a little different. I think that. You know, when you get to the coastal regions, maybe drug of choice is different. Um, and I know that meth is very prevalent everywhere, but it's like uber prevalent here in the Midwest. Yeah. Because uh, it is a cheap, cheap way. And there's a lot of places out in the middle of nowhere. Are, are where you, you keeping an eye on that spider? I am because it's moving around and he's building a, a web and I just want to oh. make sure he doesn't come towards me. He's a little itty bitty thing, but he's building a web. Oh, um, well, that's cool. I know. So I'm like not trying to touch him, but don't come near me. Uh, so like there's a lot of places out in the middle of the country where people can live in these crack houses and and you know like make this stuff and it it can go somewhat unnoticed you know because it is um you know out in the middle of nowhere so uh maybe it is a midwest thing and when i was young i mean i moved to the midwest when i was 20 almost 21 and Mm -hmm. and i was a goody goody we didn't do drugs growing up we didn't party we didn't drink and so i was never in that scene so i wonder if maybe heroin just seems like it is a older thing when really maybe it's just a west coast thing or a coastal thing i don't know i do Um, know that it's not a coastal well at least not just a west coast thing so apparently um there's multiple different kinds of heroin and again learned this from interesting yeah there i've learned this from from people that i've talked to that have that have done it there's something called black tar heroin which i've heard of yeah which is very very decreased potency it's very cut it's very dirty quote unquote mm. um hence it's why it's pure. called black tar because mm. it's a tar like substance mm-hmm. and then there is the purest form which is white china and white china is very it's white and it's if I understood correctly, it's a powdery substance, and the most f- pure form comes from China. What is heroin? I from like if, weed if I understand is from a plant. Cocaine comes from a plant, from my understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, fentanyl is obviously like a a, a pharmaceutical. pharmaceutical 
created drug. What is heroin? Heroin, if I understand correctly, is ground down seeds from an opium plant. So wouldn't that make it cocaine? Because that's what cocaine is, isn't it? Cocaine is not from opium plants. Because cocaine is not an opiate. See? I don't know these things. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) The only thing I know is I had a girlfriend who had two babies and then lost a shit. And she's not a girlfriend anymore. Okay. Let's just put it that way. It's been 20 years. But she lost a shit ton of weight. And we all wondered how she lost the weight. And well, cocaine will do that to you, apparently. So I've always joked around about if I could take cocaine to lose the weight but not have any of the side effects or... (laughs) Like, is there a way that I can lose weight just as quickly, but without without actually having to do the cocaine? I don't know. <laughs> I actually, so I was I was bitching and complaining about oh, like man. having a hard time losing weight. Yeah, at work one day, and almost everybody at work has this joke. They're like, "Well, have you tried the Shasta County diet?" <laughs> and the Shasta County diet it's is meth. Cocaine. And I'm, I'm like, "No, meth. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good." I don't want to lose it that bad. And I've always heard that meth is is the poor people's cocaine. See, and I don't know that I've heard that. All I know is I've heard um, battery acid is in it, hence uh-huh. why it eats away at your teeth. Uh, and I've heard um, uh, Sudafed. Well, it's Sudafedrin. It's not okay. Sudafed, but it's Sudafedrin, which is why you now can't buy Sudafed over the counter without, without showing your ID. Yeah. Um, and you and can then, only buy so much at one time. Yeah. And then I've heard it's like a mix of all that plus other stuff that you can generally find within the house. So whoever like did that the first time, what were they thinking? What caused them to say, I'm going to put some battery acid and some Sudafed and But see, that's why and, people like, have said that it is the poor people's cocaine, because I think it was everybody was doing cocaine, but it was super expensive. And so people were trying to find ways to manipulate it so that they could create it cheaper. Like you said, with fentanyl and pills and everything is like, how can we cut it and lace it with things to make it so that you can still sell it? It still does what it needs, but it but it's a lot cheaper to produce. It, I mean, it's that's why, from what I've always understood, is meth gives you the same type of high as cocaine. But the reason why you look crazier on meth and not cocaine is because of all the extra shit you're putting in it. Yeah, that is not like you said, battery acid and like stuff that's not meant to be, you know, used in that way. Not that cocaine's meant to be used in that way, but cocaine is a pure form of of whatever the hell it is. It's some plant. The coca plant. It's the coca plant. It just came to me. There's no way. Because that's chocolate. Nope. Not not cocoa. Or not the or cacao, cacao, but like. Okay. It's coca. Oh, okay. Okay. And, and, and it, that's the thing is, I've always wondered that is, whoever ingested that the first time and went, this is fucking fun. I'm going <laughs> to create it and then sell it to people. Like. You know what I mean? Like, whoever figured out that that's what it does and then decided, I'm going to get people hooked and I'm going to mass produce this shit. And at one point, it used to be legal because it used to be in Coca-Cola and okay. it used to be in cough medicine and it used uh-huh. to be given to people as like um, medication, medicinal. Yeah. And and when did it become illegal or you know what I mean? Like it. I don't want to Google this shit because then if I were to ever die, somebody's going to look at my Google history and be like, dude, and, and I Google enough true crime shit as it is right now that if I were to die, people's going to think that like, let's just be real. Like, we, but there's just some shit I won't Google and how cocaine or heroin came to be is maybe just not something I want to Google. See, I'm perfectly fine Googling that because also within my Google search is, um, why are tree frogs so bright colored? Why? Like, <laughs> I know my Google history is so random. That it, it's yeah. like I'll hear something in a podcast or I'll hear something on the radio and I'll be like, I wonder why this is that. And so like I'll Google something and then a minute later I'm like recipe for fudge. And <laughs> right. Like, you know, it's so random. But like I a lot hope, of it is true crime. I hope that someone looks through my web history like in fact actually in fact actually um see now the spider's all the way over here see this is why i was he's he's making moves he's he's getting squished (laughs) because now he's gonna end up in clothes and i don't want him in the clothes okay (laughs) okay um 
And so the all these people are worried about the government watching their watching them. They're let's not be, watching. They're listening. Let's be real. Well, they're doing both. Exactly. But like, let's be real. I don't fucking care. I'm not doing anything shady that I'm worried about. And second of all, I hope that they look at my search history and they're like, do we need to be concerned about this person? Because <laughs> here's the they're thing all is like, I know that they listen and I know that they do. And I know that right? there's people out there that do monitor certain people's things. At what point do you land on someone's radar? What is it that you Google or start looking at where you get a red flag put above your head where they start watching you? That's a great question. I'd and love to know that. how do you decipher that it's not curious, inquisitive behavior where, you know, you hear something or like, you know, you watch a documentary and now all of a sudden you have all these fucking questions and how much of it is somebody legitimately seeking out this information for nefarious purposes? At what point? Does okay, whoever's so, watching or listening go, this person's a concern? You know what I mean? Maybe because they're they're keeping track of what we're listening to, what we're watching and all that. They're like, okay, they just listened or they just they, they just watched this Soaked in Bleach documentary. Now they're searching about heroin. That makes sense. Okay, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. But, but maybe, definitely... maybe, they, maybe they take all of that into consideration. Maybe I actually, I saw a TikTok the other day. I should have sent it to you. Um, it was like the IRS choosing who to audit. Yeah. Okay, we've, we've got this, uh, guy, uh, he makes $50 million a year, wrote off a trip to the Bahamas as business expense checks out. And then there's Steve Smith makes $28,000 a year, wrote off his cell phone bill as a business expense. And they're like, what the fuck? Let's audit him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or you know what I've always been concerned about now that I do listen to true crime and I watch it and super hooked on on documentaries. My concern is that somebody close to me will either disappear or die under mysterious circumstances and then they're going to see my Google history and listen to my podcasts and go, she is a concern because she Googled all this stuff. Because I've listened to some of these where they go through their people's phone history and they see these things and I'm like, but I'm just I'm just Googling it for my own curiosity not because i want to know how to do any of these things or how not to get caught like i'm always concerned that like what if you go missing amy they're gonna be like obviously we live 1600 miles apart it'd be pretty easy to determine you know based you on my location that i wasn't there but that doesn't mean i didn't pay somebody and that's or what they that would you think didn't- is or you didn't feed information to somebody else to do yes. it for you. And so I'm like, God, I'm like afraid to Google some things because like you never know if somebody's going to die. Like like I said, my neighbor across the street died of a heart attack a week ago. Like what happens if he died under mysterious circumstances and they start asking questions around the neighborhood and then they check little old Ginny's cell phone cover or pl- Google history and go, she's questionable. Like I'm, <laughs> that's my concern. Oh my god, that's awesome! That is so like, now. Anytime I Google something, I have to go. Okay, so if somebody goes missing in the next couple of days, I have to be able to explain why I Googled this. So I have to like remind myself what was I listening to and why did I Google this, so that if they ask me questions, I have answers. But I can't be too ready with answers because then it looks like I'm trying too hard. But if I don't remember, then it looks like I'm lying. Like I'm not kidding you, Amy. I I give myself anxiety. By watching these things and then Googling in them and then trying to cover my ass in the event that somebody may or may not go missing. Oh, my God. That I give myself anxiety. Like, this is that is hilarious because, like, I every now and then I'll think about that. (laughs) No, I do not think about that on the regular. (laughs) On the fucking regular. I could care less if someone like. Let's be real. I actually could care uh, if they brought me in (laughs) for questioning. But. Well, Yeah. Like, I, I'd be scared shitless. I'd probably piss my pants. Like, and then they'll be like, dude, she is incompetent. She cannot stand trial, even if she did do it. Because I told you about crazy. that time I got pulled into questioning for my friend's boyfriend who held up the gas station down what? here, right? No. Oh, my God. Like, 12 years ago, 13 years ago, my girlfriend was dating this kid. I could have sworn I've told you this story. I don't and I'm pretty think sure so. I've talked about it on the podcast. I don't where I was think dating so. this guy and in the middle of the night I got a text message from him and he was like, Oh, I have a friend who wants to see you. And I thought it was the guy that I was like kind of dating. So I said yes. Turns out it was my friend's boyfriend that was with him. Okay. Didn't I tell you this? This does not sound familiar at all. Long story. 
one of my friends was friends with a guy that I was kind of not dating, but seeing. Right. Okay. And he was out one night and he texted me. It was, it was Easter weekend. See, I could have sworn I've told you this. It was Easter weekend. And the guy that I was friends with had messaged me and he was like, dude, I, me and my friend want to come hang out and blah, blah, blah. It was like one thirty in the morning. And I was like, who's your friend? And he's like, it's a surprise. And I thought it was the guy that I was interested in because they were friends and they always went out together. So I was like, okay, well, they showed up and it was him and my friend's boyfriend at the time. And my friend was out of town back home with her family for Easter. And they had come to my house and they had said that they needed to sober up because they had been at the bar and they needed to sober up before they drove home and they didn't know anybody else. And so they called me and came over to my house, blah, blah, blah. They were at my house for like an hour or two. They sobered up, they left. Um, and then that was on a Saturday night. And then like Monday morning, I get called in and so does my friend because the gas station about 10 miles away from here in the little town that my friend lives in, but wasn't home had been held up by somebody with a shotgun. Now I live in the middle of the freaking country. There are very few African-American people that live here. So when an African-American male holds up a gas station of a town of like 800 people, it's pretty easy to determine who that person is because Mm -hmm. there's very few, there's quite a few Hispanic people, but black and native and, and, um, well, I guess there's a lot of Sudanese and like Ethiopian, but that's like in like an hour and a half to the west of me. Okay. But there's very few people that are African-American that lived in this town. So it was pretty easy to determine who it was. Well, this person tried to pretend like he didn't do it because he was at my house. I, he had an alibi. He knew like he was at my house. That motherfucker literally went out of his way. Like me and my friend who like this one that called me figured out because he was like, yeah, he wanted to hang out that night. And like, we're not really friends, but like I'm friends with your friend and blah, blah, blah. And he was trying to use us as an alibi so that he didn't get, he tried sitting there saying, no, I was at my friend's house with this person and blah, blah, blah. Well, I got a phone call from the cops and they were like, we need you to come in for questioning because he says he, you were with them and we have to confirm this, blah, blah, blah. I mean, this is, this is, so this starts my anxiety for needing to know where I was at, what I was doing, who I was with, what I was wearing, who, what, where, when, and why, bitch. This is like, I always was like this, but this like solidified why you need to remember these things, right? So like I go in and they were like, they say you were with them. And I was like, well, yeah, he was at my house. And they're like, well, what time did he leave? And I was like, well, I mean, they called me at this time. And then I was like, wait a minute. When they left, I texted the guy that I thought was going to be with him the guy that i was interested in and Mm -hmm. said so and so just left and i thought he was going to be with you i'm really bummed blah 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 i remembered in the questioning that i had texted the guy that i thought was going to come to my house when they left so i had a timestamp of when they left my house so that they could confirm if i was with them or not and when this thing took place if it was feasible for him to get from my house to this place and blah, blah, blah. Long story short, it was very feasible, but I had pulled out my phone. <laughs> I was like, I called. They called it this time. They texted it this time. I texted this person at this time. They were wearing this. He sat here on this stool, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Jesus, Jenny. So like, and, and he ended up, he spent, I don't know how many years in prison. He's out now. Um, Cause this was a long time ago and it was, I don't know, whatever, but um. And obviously my girlfriend is not dating this guy anymore. She has a restraining order on him. She didn't know what had happened because, again, she was out of town um, and all this other kind of stuff. But, yeah, back to, like, ever being needing questions. Like, I was, like, freaking out because I'm in this room being questioned. Like, where were you? Why were you with him? Was he at your house? He says, he were, were you? did you go with him? And I was like, no, like. This is my, so I had to give them like my cell phone information so that they could see where I was and who I texted when I texted them. And I showed him the stream of messages from my friend when he was like, oh, it's a surprise, blah, blah, blah. Cause I was like, I didn't even know he was going to be at my house. Yeah. Like, cause we're not friends. Like he's my friend's boyfriend and they had just started dating. And my girlfriend was kind of, she was always mad. Like, cause this guy. So the guy, her boyfriend, the guy who held up the place, one of his friends thought I was cute, I guess. And like okay. he had messaged me on Facebook to tell me, hey, like my guy, my dude thinks you're cute. Can he have your information or whatever? And like she got mad at me that he messaged me on Facebook and didn't message her to message me to tell me that his friend, like she was very, very like jealous. So like okay. I didn't tell her that he had come to my house. 
because I didn't want her to be mad at me because I didn't invite him. Yeah. And then I had to, after all the shit went down, call her up and be like, dude, he was at my house, blah, 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 blah. So then I had to deal with that with this girlfriend because, like, I didn't invite the guy over. <laughs> like, drama. But, yeah, I tell you, I sat in that that questioning room and I was nervous as all get out. But I had receipts. Damn it. <laughs> and from now on, I will have fucking receipts. <laughs> See, because you're not about to show up to my house at 1.30 in the morning, try to use me in as an alibi and think that I am not going to save my own motherfucking ass. If I have information to save my ass to keep you from getting, nope, you bet your ass. <laughs> well, especially when I have no loyalty to you. I have no loyalty to you and I didn't do anything. Like, I legitimately didn't. I went to bed and then the next day was Easter. <laughs> like, I went to church with my kids and we had an Easter egg hunt. Like... With the friend that brought over my friend's boyfriend. (laughs) We had no idea. We had no idea that he was using us for an alibi. See, now that you bring that up, it makes me wonder, like, if I were to ever get questioned for my alibi, like, what I was doing, I'd be like, well, I mean, you can check my my phone stamp to see that I was at home. Mm-hmm. But I have nobody to corroborate that other than my husband. And of course, mm-hmm. he's, you know, going to say that I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to try to pull that. But then can they see what you're doing on your phone? Yes. OK, well, then you could see that I'm constantly just fucking playing my little games on my phone. They can. Like, if I mean, they have to get a warrant. But yeah. I mean, I don't. I, I won't hold it back. You don't even have to have a warrant. I will offer that shit up on a golden platter. Never offer it up without a warrant, only because if you don't have an attorney or a warrant, the cops can say and do things and convince people. You know what I mean? Like, you need a warrant to prove that because when there's a warrant, the warrant specifies exactly what they can look for. So if you give them your phone without a warrant, they can search anything and everything, no matter how questionable it might be. Or okay. how relevant it might be to the situation, but they can twist it and turn it to be part of the situation. And I only know that because I have a friend who's an attorney. And they say, just wait for, like, not that you're trying to hold it from them, but just say, get a warrant, then you can have my phone. Absolutely. Because then it is dictated what they can look at and what they can't. And if they look at something that's not in the warrant, it can't be used. Okay. The only thing, if I gave my phone willingly to somebody and said, look through my phone. What are they going to find? They're going to find that I'm constantly on my phone playing games, uh, (laughs) that I'm constantly taking pictures of my fucking animals, um, (laughs) that I take screenshots when I pay my bills so that I have a receipt. I do too, until I get the email that tells me that it's confirmed, because if I don't get the email, then I have the confirmation number. (laughs) Exactly. Um, I do the same thing. So like once every couple of weeks, I have to go through my camera phone and delete old screenshots. Right? Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying, but I do have a friend who was like, those warrants are very specific to what, like, even if you want them to look at your house, like, don't ever let them look without a warrant because then they can look at anything, take anything and make anything relevant that may or may not be. Okay, here's the thing. I'm going to put this out there. If anybody ever needs a warrant to search my home, the only caveat I have is that you can't throw my shit around. Oh, but they will. But don't throw it. Like, be respectful of my shit. They don't care. Don't break my shit just because. And they'll leave with the house a complete mess. They won't clean it up. They don't care. No, no, absolutely not. That will be my caveat. You can have your warrant. You can do whatever you need to do. However, don't break my shit on purpose. Uh, And be respectful of my surroundings. Like, come on. That's a lot to ask, Amy. How (laughs) dare I ask that somebody respect me? Fuck that. I know. I'm sorry. See, and I'm the same way. I stay at home, so, like, my only alibi and, like, cooperating would be my husband. But I have such an – I such a crazy memory that I can be like, I was sitting here. I was wearing this. I ate this at this time. And then this is what was on TV. And this is that what the – That sounds like, shady. That sounds like you're making it up, that you rehearsed it. But it, but that's just my memory. Like, I even – when I was in questioning with this one thing, like, 12 years ago – 
I like as I was saying, like, no, he was sitting here and this is what we talked about. And I was like, oh, and then he was wearing this and like he did this. And like and the cop just kind of looked at me and I was like, I'm really sorry. I just like as I was talking it through, I was like, oh, and he did this and he did that. And he said this and he said that. And like they were very like and I was like, I mean, I never talked to him again after that. Like they never followed up with anything like they were they had everything they needed, obviously. I think they just needed to cooperate that he wasn't at my home at the time that it took place. And I was able to give him the exact timing of when they left, allowing him the ability. Cause he tried saying that he wasn't home, that there's no way he could have done it because he was at my house, not realizing that I had messaged this guy when I left. Cause who messages somebody at two 30 in the morning? Right. You know, like it just happened to be that I'm, but like, as I was going through it, I was like, Oh, and then this, and then that. And like, I just have one of those memories and it kind of creeps people out. Well, yeah, no wonder that, that is, that is a creepy, that that's, that's fucking creepy. Wow. We were starting on the 27 club and here we are talking about. (laughs) Yeah. Anything else, Amy? I got nothing. I got got shit to do. I got to go vacuum and do dishes and make, start making dinner. So I, I've got football games to watch. I mean, I have football games to watch, too, but um, I, the Seahawks, I can't ever watch. Um, and the Chiefs don't play for another two and a half hours. So, All right, guys. Shoot us emails. Let us know if we uh, got anything wrong on the 27 Club or if we missed anything on the 27 Club. Or if you think there was anybody else that would have been on that list that wasn't, that you were near misses like us, like we talked about. There was quite a few that I thought mm-hmm. were in that 27 Club that were not. Mm-hmm. So Exactly. Yeah. All right, guys. That email is Jenny and Amy podcast at gmail.com. That's G-I-N-N-Y-A-N-D-A-M-Y podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us on, on Instagram at Bitching Siblings <laughs> Podcast. I couldn't remember which part I was going to do. God, you guys, today just... She's special. Yeah. Um, you can also comment on our videos on YouTube at Bitching Siblings channel. And you can also reach us on our Google phone number at 785-538-9128. One more time, that is 785-538-9128. I try to slow it down the second time around because I like to talk fast. That's okay. I like to listen fast. (laughs) What the fuck, dude? All right. I listen to my podcasts at two times speed, okay? You're weird. If I put it at zero, like one time speed, it sounds like somebody's had a stroke. No, that's the way you're supposed to listen to it. But no, that sounds weird. Sounds Anyways, normal. besides, I All can right. get more listening done that way. Bye, guys. Bye.